Greetings, everyone. Today we're in Proverbs 28. We're looking at verses 11 through 14. Here's what it says. A rich man is wise in his own eyes, but a poor man who has understanding will find him out. When the righteous triumph, there is great glory, but when the wicked rise, people hide themselves. Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Blessed is the one who fears the Lord always, but whoever hardens his heart will fall into calamity. So today we do have a number of verses. I think we're going to see how they all relate to each other and uh, get some good instruction out of this. So in verse 11, Solomon starts us out uh, with what appears to be a comparison, taking two examples to their reasonable extreme in order to highlight the point that he's making. So in this verse, we see a rich man and a poor man, two extremes. But in keeping with the way chapter 28 is written, I believe the implication is that these are also a wicked and a righteous man. Um, so using the extremes um, and the vastness of the example, we can see that whether a man is rich or poor or middle class, anywhere in between, if he is wise in his own eyes, if he's prideful, he will be found out by a man of understanding, whether that man is poor, middle class, or rich, or anywhere in between. Again, I think this is an extreme example uh, that shows us the rock-solid reliability of the truth that Solomon is making across the board. So moving to verse 12 and 13, and I think we will see how all this ties together here pretty quick. Um, when the righteous triumph, there is great glory, but when the wicked rise, people hide themselves. Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. So here we can see this person who is found out in verse 11. This man who is wise in his own eyes. He's concealed his wickedness. He's concealed his true intentions. And um, his ways have come to the light. He's been found out. He will not prosper. He hides himself when the light shines. And it was the man of understanding, I believe, that has found him out. So that's who the wicked person is. But who is the man of understanding? From the text, we can see that this is one who is going to triumph. He's one who's going to participate in great glory. You know, and I want to be this person in the right context. Verse 13 says, he is one who confesses and forsakes his transgressions. And this is called repentance, right? Then, finally, in closing, in verse 14, it says, Blessed is the one who fears the Lord always, but whoever hardens his heart will fall into calamity. So, I think these are the same two people Solomon's been talking about throughout the whole chapter. So this man of understanding, who is he? We ask that question. He's also, I think, the one who fears the Lord always and the one who does not harden his heart against God or his word. By the way, this is a good kind of fearing. 
I mean, a child should not harden their hearts against a loving parent who wants their good. No, they should fear the thought of doing so. If they received no correction from their parents uh, in the rebellion, that would indicate that their parents don't really love them as they ought to. They don't care what path their child follows or what kind of person they'll grow up to be. So this kind of fear, um, fear of discipline for their good, lets us know that we are truly a child who has God as our father. Hebrews 12, 5 and 6 says, And have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. So the righteous who triumph, we find are those who repent and confess and look to God as Father, who call out to Him even. And our righteousness comes from God's Son, Jesus Christ. Uh, our self-righteousness, and that remember today's text indicated this as being someone who was wise in their own eyes. <laughs> the Bible says, our righteousness is as filthy rags. No, Jesus did not come to earth to give us payment for our sins, but rather he came to take payment for our sins. You see, he lived a perfect righteous life. He died a wicked sinner's death. He took the wages of sin that we deserve, and he gives all who delight in him and his words, all who believe, all who have faith in him. He gives us his own righteousness that we might be accepted by God and have fellowship with God, uh, have relationship with him. Jesus defeated the hold that sin had through the law, the wages of sin is death. He defeated by rising from the grave. He overcame death. He overcame the penalty of the law. And God gives us that same resurrection power to have victory over sin's hold in life as we walk with Him. Father God, thank You for Your Word today, Lord. Help us not to be wise in our own eyes, uh, to follow our own path, and to seek our own glory, but to look to You in repentance and confession with faith, not in our own righteousness, but the righteousness of your only Son, even as it works out in our own life. We will share in your glory for eternity with great victory. And thank you for the victory you give us in this life, Lord. Victory over temptation, victory over sin. And thank you for loving us as children, disciplining us as we need to for our good and for your glory, Lord. We praise you in Jesus' name.